I just started recording. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> the first thing they're going to hear is, Oh, you're hurting me. Oh, man. Um, welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar Magana, your humble, I was going to say servant, your humble host. Humble dog, really? With me, finally. Uh, back from the dead. He took some vacation time, I guess. Hell yeah, dog. Not, hey. not paid. I was about to say non non PTO dog. Not, no PTO in, in this podcast. Hell there, yeah, bro, I just said, bro, I just need I need distance. Nah, dead ass. I missed it. I uh, like you said right now. I was like, oh, we haven't we haven't recorded in three three weeks. But you're saying I haven't recorded in three weeks. But yes. bro, fucking my my work schedule got switched up again, and it kicked my ass for a while. So like just going back I to. Remember, I think I remember last time we recorded. You actually took like half day out, like a half day. Yeah. Cause it was just like because I was like I think the, the first week yeah and I was yeah. just exhausted so okay I, or no that was when I went to the mall and you're like where are you you like I'm like bitch you said six you're like it's it's five forty I'm like bitch it's like five <laughs> get out of here uh hey bitch hey bro leave my cat alone dog what's he, what's he doing uh but welcome back <clears throat> welcome back we miss you the, I miss y'all my ratings miss you yeah <laughs> really <laughs> did, did they take a dip dog uh well I I I I released two episodes. I like how you don't listen to my episodes, by the way. <laughs> Busy! Fuck you. Bro, I'm listening to D&D stuff. Dungeons and Dragons, bro. Fucking nerd. Anyways. Shut up. <laughs> um, send me the D&D stuff right, later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I sent, I, I did a podcast episode uh, with uh, my friend Martin and Ben, but like he was a yeller, and like we had these mics, and yeah. like, his audio was crossing my audio. Damn. So like it just sounded very like. Staticky. See, I think I feel like I yell sometimes. But like the thing was like we yell, but we're like talking directly to the mic. Yeah. He was yelling. He like puts his mic away. Hey, yeah, bitch. <laughs> um, and then the other, uh, I did a solo episode last week. Yeah, how was that? Um, I don't know. I just talked about Bill Cosby. Well, that shit is disappointing, dog. So, that shit yeah. is just I'm uh, so I told, I told people that are defending Bill Cosby to go tell their mother that if you get raped, I don't believe you. So just, just a recap from last week. Yep. If you didn't listen to last week. Um, but anyways, we're back. We uh, back. We, I have a couple things. We have a couple things lined up. We usually we usually don't plan our our podcast. Okay, the last couple of weeks when we were recording, we weren't planning. Yeah, I think we, I think it was just so much going on. So we were just like, fuck it off the dome. Fuck it off the dome. Uh, but this week, uh, I I mean, it was still last minute, but I was like, fuck, we're gonna talk about uh, a couple things. But we we both knew, like you said, this is what I want to talk about. And then you're like, and this other thing. I'm like, oh, that shit's fucked up. You're like, oh, you know about that? Cool, you can talk about it. Yeah. So that's the good thing about us. We just two brain cells. We each have one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no. Before, before we go to the topics, um, how do you – because this was a topic in my group chat. How do you feel that SpongeBob is having spinoff episodes, like spinoff shows? Yeah, he's bogus as hell, dog, because yeah. uh, the dude said he didn't want any spinoffs. And then he died. They waited for him his ass, his ass to die. That's some, that's some, that's that's some, some shady shit, dog. 360 contracts right there, uh, baby. Yeah. That's bogus as hell. Uh, how's your week so far? How's your fourth? Uh, What do you mean? Your fourth of July weekend. Oh, I fucking hate the fourth of July, dude. Why? Fucking Aurora was blowing up fireworks for the past Is there month. Is gunshots or fireworks? You look like a Karen. You sound like a Karen when you said that. Like, just, just say you, you were never invited to go to Indiana to get pick up fireworks. Just say it. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm taking another vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's just like, if it was like the week of 4th of July, I wouldn't have given a shit, right? I expected that, bro. But that shit was like, end of May, they were blowing fireworks. And it, they, whoever fucking is selling it to them, you're selling them the good shit. Because we, we had some big ass booms, like, 
right now, like I remember I was sitting here one time just chilling and there was a loud ass firework had to have been like a block or two away that fucking shook my house. I was like, God damn, like, God damn, it just scared me. Is that a fart? God damn. Like, I just think I shit myself yeah. in the bottom. Um, but the fourth itself was, was chill. We went to an anime convention on the third. That was pretty cool. I went to the Sugar Factory. You ever heard of that shit? In Rosemont? Yeah, mad expensive. I, I have not had it. Danielle had it. Mad she expensive. says overrated. It is overrated. Mad yeah. expensive. Okay, so we got bar service, right? Like, we got there, and a bunch of fucking families cut us, and I'm like, what the fuck, though? Like, we were literally in line. Um, and then when we got to the to the lady, uh, we were like, table for two. They're like, it'll be a 35-minute wait. I'm like, fuck it. Right, like we got time, and they're like, or if you want to go to the bar, you can eat there. I was like, hell yeah! Went to the bar. Uh, the bartenders were cool as hell. We uh, uh, ordered our food. Like we looked at what we wanted. Ordered our food. Two burgers, twenty bucks a piece. Forty bucks right there. Burgers were all right. Okay. Fries, pretty decent. Okay. Fries were, were decent. So you paid twenty dollars for fries. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, do it again. <laughs> I love fries. <laughs> and then, add uh, the, they add the, have that. you seen how expensive their drinks are? I've never seen it. No, I, I, I've seen I've seen like like people that go for like their like people that are underage. How and much? You go to the sugar factory and they usually put the video of like the the server like yeah putting juice over like cotton candy. I, that's yeah. all I've seen about it. How much do you think one of their drinks cost? Uh if I was a betting man, thirty five dollars. Forty two. God damn! I know. Man. I can get I a good ass steak for forty two dollars. Uh, so the only thing I have to give them that I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna complain about shit. Is that we got there, we looked at the menu. We're like, we want these burgers, right? And then yes, you got looked at the drink menu, and then she's like, I want this drink. And she's like, I gotta. Did use you guys get it alcoholic or not? Alcoholic, okay, yeah. Gotcha. And she's like, I gotta use the restroom. So he goes to the bathroom. The bartender had already pulled out and like had the drink ready to go and he's like I'm gonna wait for the missus to to come back to pour it cause that's the whole part that like people be Instagramming and Snapchatting and all that shit and uh so she he, he does that and uh when she comes back she records it I'm like bet I gotta use the bathroom now I go come back our food's already out I was like god damn like we've like, been here less than 10 minutes to say, yeah. I'm like we would've been still waiting had we waited for a table I was like alright they can charge whatever the fuck they want so customer service is A1 bro the bartender is A1 okay. bartenders are chill as hell as we were leaving I think somebody else had ordered like one of those big drinks too and there was leftover alcohol so he, he like as we were like finishing up he was like here you go guys like dessert and I'm like oh and I was like I was like wait what he's like oh this is for me to you dude a parting gift I was like Word like oh, hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit. I'm not even a big drinker, bro. I was like y'all cool as hell. I'm about to come back. <laughs> but uh, it was it was it was decent. Uh, other than that, like I said, I've just been working, chilling, uh, not doing shit really. I went to a quince on Sunday. On Who's quince? Who's quince, bro? Shout out. Um, it was Gerardo's sister. Okay. So her quince was supposed to be last year, but they okay. obviously rescheduled because of COVID. No, so she's fuck. 15 again for another year. She's uh. She's uh if you're watching Loki, she's uh she's a variant. <laughs> like, right. um, they had to go to the timeline and get another version of her. Just to be a just, to, just to have yeah. Uh but it was lit though. Um uh, yeah, I haven't been in Kinsa in a minute. This is Danelle's first it was Danelle's first Kinsa ever. And uh she was like, Are we gonna have a Kinsa for our little girl? Mind <laughs> you, obviously, for the people that don't know, our future uh offspring will be half black, half Mexican. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Like that like I don't I, I don't really care if people like if my my future offspring wants a quinceanera. Yeah. 
But it's like, bro, I know that shit gotta be expensive. Like, I'm playing. It's like, gotta be. Yeah. Danielle's playing the wedding for us. I, I was gonna say I'm playing the wedding. I'm not playing shit. Yeah. But like, I already know that's expensive. In case the others are like maybe a tier below weddings. Yeah. No kind of like preparations. I, my, I think I'd have to ask my niece, bro, but or my sister about my nieces, but hers was expensive. So like, I should people be fucking taking out like second mortgages on their house for a fucking quince. Yeah, bro. At that point. I I told my girl, I'm like, if for whatever reason one day you want to marry me, if you give me that that pleasure of wanting to be my my wife whatever and wanting to be my partner for the rest of my life i'm like we ain't doing no crazy wedding right i'm like we're going down to the courthouse we getting that shit signed we good any money that we would have fucking spent on the wedding we're going on a long ass vacation throw a little party you know what i'm saying like a little I'm celebration like, yeah but nothing cookout. nothing big nothing big you know what i'm saying like your, we your, did talk your, your tuxedo for my for my wedding is probably more expensive than your wedding like, would be wedding yeah. Suit. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah probably uh and then we were talking about bachelor parties or whatever. And my girl's like, would you have one? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, but would you have one? And I was like, maybe I'd want to like just the, the close homies and like get together, have a few beers, video games and like, uh, and like, uh, like board games. And she's like, so you fucking would want one. I was like, whoa, like I can't win here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's essentially what it is. It's like, I just, I have so many homies that are close to my heart. Like I got the boys. Right? Yeah. Then I got the skull boys. And then I got like the other remaining within my bachelor party. Yeah, so I, was I, like, I was not expecting to be part of your groomsmen. And when you told me, I was like, "Damn, I made the cut." <laughs> it's a whole year, and you're still saying this. Hell yeah! Is it a whole? You're the first one, and you're. Still I know this? it's fucking insane. You're, well, you made it. Hell yeah! Because um, I mean, like, dude, like, I, well, I'm a year or two older than you, right? Like, I figured I'm like, okay, if he's gonna have any of the skulls, it's gonna be like Eric, like Luis, like maybe some of the younger guys that are closer in age that like you pledged with or whatever. You got me, dog. That's nice. I mean, you, you did like take care of me and put you under your titty. Hell yeah, dog! I fucking I saved your life <laughs> a so, bunch, a fucking bunch. But anyways, uh, my Fourth of July was was pretty good. I had a, I went to a Quinceanera. Shout out to Gerardo. Um, he's back at Ohio being a doctor and shit. Hell yeah, dog! Um, Doctor. Shout G. out to my boy Marcos. He yeah. uh, passed his exam. And I thought you were about to say he passed. I'm like, what? You're like, what the fuck? Gas. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you're like, I thought you were just going to like, he passed, like passed away. No, I'm like, what the shout, fuck? Shout out to Buddy. He, he passed. <laughs> hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, um, no, he, he passed his, uh, his exam to be a, a financial advisor. Nice. So uh, if you well, want. That podcast done, huh? Like you said, you can't. I think. don't know. He's still doing it. Um, I just think he, can't, he, like maybe at the beginning of the episode, you'll be like, hey. This is my opinion. It's not, yeah. doesn't reflect my... It's, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> it's like that fucking meme that... It's my opinion! It's my opinion! <laughs> Damn. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting some shout-outs. Shout out to everyone, though. Shout out to shout out to Ruben. Uh, shout out to he finished his first year of uh, being, a, being an official teacher. Damn, that's se- crazy. Se- senora, senora Nino. Nino. Um, shout out to. Bro, shout out to uh, Angela and Eric for going to fucking Iceland. Dude, for Iceland, reason. right? And, Bro, and um, they went to a fucking and, penis museum. And they didn't take any pictures of ice. For real. And, but they met the guy from... Uh, the, that was weird. That was that's random. crazy. That's random. Like, that's crazy. Hey, that guy is probably my favorite one from the, the Queer Eye show. The the Indian guy? Is he uh, Indian? Tan France. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or, I can't remember. I think so, yeah. So, yo, I didn't know that show was a remake. Yeah. 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 Because it used to be Queer Eye for the straight guy, yeah. but now it's just Queer, queer eye. eye. Yeah. Fuck the straight guy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they make over any... Dude, that show is fucking good. That show don't make you cry. I, I, it's like it's just like those five guys go and like... Yeah, like Tan, Fran- life, right? Tan France is about... Like, is for like 
the the outfits. There's another one for like style and like self care. Another one about food prep. Another one about like we'll redesign your whole fucking house. And then another one like about like better like like bettering yourself. Yeah, yeah, like lifestyle stuff. So um, I told my girl, I'm like, hey, just sign, sign me up for that shit. <laughs> like my boyfriend's a mess, and I'll just be here like this, like. Uh. <laughs> Imagine they're like, "Caesar, you gotta lose the weight." Nah, I'm good. Ah, I'm, good. I'm good. They got my ass. Uh, but let's start. Let's start with our. That was a good spooky. Um, so I sent this. Actually, let me start with the first one. Because uh, I didn't, I forgot to mention in the solo episode, uh, Tyler the Creator's new album. Yeah, yeah. Um, Call me if you get lost. Have you listened to it? Fire. Is it? Fire. Nice. It's a good story. Yeah, it's a good story. Uh, if you if you don't want to listen to the whole album, listen to the song. I know there's one where like he talks about like falling in love with his Wilshire. Yeah, S- listen yeah. to Wilshire. Will- the whole the whole album is essentially the whole story of Wilshire. Yeah, like Wilshire like in, like summarizes the whole the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. whole thing. So it's a it's a really good uh, album. I think it's top three, maybe top two, not top one. Um, of his catalog, so it's really good. Yeah. But that's all I want to talk about. You know, I don't want to go into detail about the album. Cool. Um, but uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, topic-wise, is serial killers. Yeah, bro. You were like, well, what documentary did you watch yesterday? Nothing, bro. I, I, you know, I was going this morning. I, like this, I, I listened to at least a podcast yeah. every morning. Um, and there wasn't a lot of podcasts out there because obviously the 4th of July – a lot of podcasters took the, like, the weekend, Monday off, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing for Tuesday, right? So I was like, I was catching up, and one of the barstool sports guys from Chicago does this called um, uh, the Dog Walk. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a 20 minute clip, and usually they'll what the fuck are you doing? Phones in the car. It's cool. Shut up, Marcel. Uh, <laughs> you heard him? He's like, yeah. The quietest little meow. What up, dog? Do you want to go get your phone while I talk about this? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you talk about this. Caesar's leaving, but let me talk to you guys about this. So I was listening to this podcast um, this uh, this morning about a serial killer in Mexico. Uh, I don't know if it's Mexico City. Caesar's just like walking around, like he doesn't know if he lives here. Um, but have an article pulled up right now. The first article is from the New York Post. This is actually recent. This is like, it happened like in April, May. Like, it's still an ongoing investigation. So, something I didn't know about that I'm just like 100% obsessed about now. So, like, I'm like digging up as much as I can. But this is an article from New York Post. This came out in May 21st this year. It says, accused cannibal serial killer says he skinned face of pretty victim. So I'm just going to straight up read it from New York Post um, just because I don't want to summarize shit for you guys. So it says uh, an, el- an elderly man suspected of being a serial killer has confessed to the murders of seven women telling a court he ate some of their body parts and skinned his last victim face his last victim's face because she was pretty, according to the report. Andres Mendoza, 72, made the revolting revelation during his hearing on Thursday, which was in, again May. When he was charged with the murder of 34-year-old Reina Gonzalez. He says, I removed the skin from her face because she was very pretty, Mendoza admitted in court, according to the report. He also reportedly confessed to killing six other women since 2001 and eating some of their body parts. But officials suspect that Mendoza, a former butcher, so obviously he was like, he knows how to cut up motherfuckers. 
could be responsible for as many as 20 murders. 20 fucking murders. He's an ugly motherfucker. Like, I'm just scrolling down. He's ugly. Like, they blocked his eyes out, but they left his whole face revealing. So, anyways. Um, and then he says in court, all I want to do is tell the truth. Mendoza reportedly claimed in court. He, w- he was arrested last week after Gonzalez, the wife of a local cop, went missing. Uh, so what happened was, and this is where, like, the whole story happened. Uh, she had planned to meet Mendoza, a family acquaintance, to shop for cell phone parts for her business she ran, the mail reported, citing the Spanish-language outlet Infobay. Uh, but when Gonzalez didn't return, her husband... Did you find your, your phone? Um, but when Gonzalez didn't return, her husband... Oh, you got the invitation. Anyways. Uh, but when Gonzalez didn't return, her husband, Officer Bruno Portillo, went to Mendoza's home, slum dwelling outside. So it was like the ghetto of Mexico City. He So the cop... So the missing person was a cop's wife, and then when she didn't come in, uh, he, he was pulled up, right? Portillo wasn't allowed inside and returned with other cops. Spanish outlet... Um, you know, the Spanish outlet reported... Officers reportedly used jackhammers to tear up the concrete floor. Uh, obviously, when they came in, uh, the 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 cop like saw like his wife's belongings, and then uh, it says the officer reportedly used jackhammers to tear up a concrete floor and discovered a bloody table with Gonzalez's hacked up body in a shallow basement. What has been done is done. The husband is there. He saw everything. Mendoza reportedly claimed in court. Uh, police also found the body parts of nine other women as well as video recordings. So this motherfucker is recording shit. Uh, as well as video recordings of the killings and other evidence, including a notebook with the names of 29 other women. Uh, Mendoza told court officials that he began meeting his victims at bars 20 years ago and killed them when they re- uh, rebuffed his romantic uh, overtures. Overtures. This person is a psychopath because he does not feel regret, so much so that he tells the public ministry in, in the presence of the defense attorney the circumstances, how it happened, as well as other events of the other peoples as he has murdered. So he just didn't give a fuck. He was just telling people, like, this is what I did for 20 years. Um, so far, he's admitted to seven. Um, the police believe he's, uh, like... Then and I, I another another uh, news articles I've read, uh, Mexico actually gathered multiple um, specialists from all over the world to like help with this case. Like detectives are in it, uh, forensic scientists are in it. Like they're discovering more and more different bones. Yeah. So like like they know there's at least thirty different. Like they're saying there's at least thirty different. Like the way they're doing it, the way they're doing these counts are like if they find like a, a whole left femur, that's one person. Yeah. But if they find three other left femurs, that's four people, yeah. right? So like that's how they're like, because like all these are like there's like twenty years worth of yeah, body yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah. So and he was a butcher, so like he was able to like, cut shit up very finely and shit. Yep. Um, I just think it's fucked up because like. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, it's and it happened so, last. It's, it's, like this literally is happening. It, ha- it started happening like last month. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's just fucked up. Yeah, my, and I, the way I know that I, I haven't seen it in the news is because my mom hasn't told me about it. My mom, right? Like you, my, you, my you, mom would be like, "Cesar, tienes que tener cuidado." Like, aquí te roban. I'm like, what? Like you, you would think like primer impacto or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, but they're not reporting shit. Nah, that's just scary. That's the amount of murders and serial killers and stuff like that 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 happens in the world. Um, and even like to this day, like just the amount of people like I, I there's a fucking YouTube channel that I always watch where they're just like, oh, like top 10, like YouTube serial killers. And like it was people who ended up like just being on YouTube for a while, uploading shit and like ended up killing people or like, no. yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Is it? it blows my mind. But I just know there's people out there that fantasize serial killers, mm-hmm. like fantasize, romanticize. I know like Ted Bundy yep. was like probably the most um, infamous uh, serial killer of, of U.S. history. Yeah. Uh, where he, like, he killed boys, right? Like, he killed, like, young gay men. Yeah, I think. And, and yeah. women. Like, he yeah. just didn't give a fuck. He just killed yeah. everyone. But, like, it was his looks that, like, people, like, sexualized and romanticized. Yeah. And then they had Zac Afra, and that didn't help. Yeah. Help. Like, but that's that movie's really good, actually. You ever seen it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Um, serial killers kind of creep me out. I won't say they're, like, a fear of mine. But I remember I, I, when I was a little kid, I, like, read the statistic that, like, one out of seven people um, have the attributes to be a ser- mm-hmm. serial killer. And obviously when I grew up, um, it, it became more apparent that it's just, like, one out of seven people have the attributes to really be a psychopath. Yeah. And psychopath. If you're a psychopath, doesn't mean you're a serial killer. Yeah. But most serial killers are psychopaths. psychopaths. And I think, like, sociopaths, like, lack that empathy for mm-hmm. people and, like, they just do not care. So that's, like, the most fucked up part about it is this dude... Um, he was he was also like a, an incel in a way that like he blamed women mm-hmm. for not being want want him and like like I mentioned before when you were gone like this dude's an ugly motherfucker yeah he's like seventy two years old but he's still ugly as yeah, shit yeah yeah I saw the photo I was like and um so he was just like basically like if, if this dude hit on you and you said no or no thank you like he'll yeah. kill you it's and this is, this is the crazy shit about like when dudes be like oh man like all women are whores or oh, like you just you rather fuck like the, the big hot guys or whatever or, like you why do you say no to me a good guy it's like bro they can just say no whether they're they're doing what they're doing with other people or they just don't want to be with you they yeah, can yeah. say no does not mean that they should die for it that shit blows my mind how much people are like well shit if you're gonna say no to me I'm just gonna kill you like how many people have been killed due to like like yeah like rebuking like someone's advances and the crazy thing is like we we just don't know like like it could have been just like a random event where like somebody in like random bar just mm-hmm. you know you said no to they just killed you and like mm-hmm. that was their one their one incident so like there weren't like multiple incidents so you just yeah. it just never happens again you know I mean, like, I, I, they I guess, never discover the killer maybe that's why I don't like going to bars like I just that shit makes me too uncomfortable because that's what that's what bars feel like to me bars are just probably like a bunch of women and everything who probably do want to meet someone there or who do just want to go with their friends or whatever a lot of the times it's guys who are there to get drunk and trying to hook up with someone and like you just like can tell like oh that's, this guy's hitting on this girl and she just said no and like it's just like He's pissed or something yeah, yeah and it's like bro like just fucking let him be let him have fun like that shit yeah. fucked up mm-hmm. uh, but for all you people that go out there stay safe yep stay strapped yep I mean, you don't have to have a gun, but like, if you're a girl, go get those. Uh, have you maze. seen those the, the the cup condoms? Yeah, they have. There's there's two different things. There's the cup condoms, and then there's like the scrunchie that has. Uh, they're pretty much just cup covers that only allow like a straw in. 
to make sure that no one puts anything in your drink or whatever. And it's just smart as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you put it on your drink. Yep. And like, like you just put a straw, but nothing, uh, nothing yep. else can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's fucked up though. Like women shouldn't be carrying shit like that. Yeah. Oh, it, it to is. To go out. You know? it, it's, it's absolutely fucked up. It's the, the one thing that like, I mean, my girl likes like drinking or whatever. And like, she doesn't really go out with her friends, but I think she also has that fear of like, dude, like that, that shit can happen. It's just like the shit that people have had to do to, like to make sure that they're okay yeah. is insane. Yeah. Even then, like to me, I just never like going to the bars by myself. Generally, I don't think I've ever gone to a bar by myself. I don't think I've ever gone to a restaurant and sat down and ate by myself. You've never gone to the mall by yourself either. I, though. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to die. Huh? You'd want to die? Yeah. Imagine someone comes up to you and be like, "Hey, Caesar." And like, how do you know my name? No, what up, bitch? He's like, "You want to read manga with me?" Oh, hold on, hold on. I told my girl before. Uh, my ass is easy. Anyone listening? My ass is easy to kidnap, dog. <laughs> if you come up, if you come up talking about April, hey, you want free books? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're they're in my van. You want to help me? Hell yeah. You got a puppy in there, dog? You got candy? Hey, right, what's up, dog? <laughs> I mean, no. I just got books. Fuck it. Like fuck it. You got more books at your house? I'll jump in. Yeah. So if somebody's all like, "Hey, bro, I got all this manga in the back of my van." Yeah, just dig, dig deep in the hell. Yeah, I'm going, dog. I'm going. <laughs> my ass is. Oh yeah. no! Uh, but anyway, that was my serial killer of the. Dude, you talking about serial killers? Because we we were chatting about it earlier. Um, and the other thing you wanted to talk about is I think you said that you started watching the documentary, right? So of, no, Danielle watched it. Oh yeah. Uh, the next is it called Nexium? N- Nexium. Nexium. It's, it's, uh, so Danielle got into it right because. I think there's of, a movie, The Vow, or whatever, or something, something like that. Something like that on, on, yeah. on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I probably jumped in and out a couple of episodes, yeah. now, but I kind of got the gist of it. Because I remember when the guy, the founder of <laughs> Nexium, got arrested in Puerto Vallarta last yep. year, and he got convicted to 120 years yep. in prison. And then one of the founders slash leaders of it, uh, who was in Smallville. Yeah, just got charged just for got three charged years. Just got charged for like three years. Yeah. Um, do you want to like? Do you want to summarize so, this? I mean, yeah, we can we can talk about it. Uh, but because we were talking, you said like serial killers kind of like creep you out and everything. Cults are the shit that creep me out. Like, there's movies that I've seen that have like cults in them or whatever. Creep me out. The fucking Far Cry Five game has to do with the a Far Cry Five. Yeah, it has yeah, to do with a cult. Too, yeah. haven't played it because really, of that. yeah, it's a cult, really good game. Cults just creep me the fuck okay. out, dude. Uh, so Nexium started off as Keith Rainier is or Rainier, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, f- is the founder and i think he started doing it as like a like better like better yourself kind of thing like these workshops to to do all this and he was charging fucking like buku bucks for it it was a multi multi marketing it was a pyramid scheme yeah it was a pyramid scheme and like he was bringing people in or whatever and like just taking them to these retreats where it was like oh yeah like you're bettering yourself like you're you're doing good and everything but it ended up being like so much fucking more like he ended up like blackmailing them like having sex with a bunch of the women like blackmailing the women fucking branding the women and the shit that blows my mind is that the brand was supposed to stand for nexium but it had his initials in it it had the k and the r for keith rainier and i was like what the fuck the way they the way it happened was that that was it right so like yeah it was like it was nexium, multi, nexium was, a, was the normal the thing, thing and then, then there was a secret society within it yeah dos whatever DOS. Yeah. yeah dos and that uh, was like the the o- only woman yep. group within the group that uh in face was just like 
you know, women empowerment, women's yeah. rights, you know, support. But that's where, them. like, he was having sex with them, whatever, blackmailing mm. them. And, like, that's where Allison Mack, I think, is the girl from Smallville. Like, she was recruiting was, she women. Was, yeah, she was the one who. So, like, the way I remember when an episode I watched was. Have you seen that? Have you seen it? I've not seen it, but like so, I said, I read a whole bunch yeah, about it because that shit blew my mind. So, what one thing was that, like, it's fucked up, but, like, let's say, you know, you you recruit me, right? I call you master and yep. I'm your slave. Yep. And then like for me to for you to have ownership of me, like every month, like I'll have to give you something that either um gets me in trouble mm-hmm. or like you have the deed to my house or yep. the deed to my like, you know, the title for my car. Like yeah. the more I gave you the more power and power ownership, you, yeah. ownership you have of me. Um and then obviously if you recruit, if I recruit somebody, then I'm a master of someone. Yeah. And then so, and like, it just became a mini pyramid scheme within a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And, but that, like, within those women, that's when, like, the branding by the, the vagina area was, yep. like, it was supposed to be, like, like, like a mountain with river and, like, each thing was symbolized. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, I you, think you can look it up. If you look at, like, on the sideways, it was, like, KR. Yep. It was fucked up. It was, it's completely fucked up. And yeah. And then, like, it's... a lot of women, like, backed out and then, like, they try to like they're like I don't give a fuck like just put the photos because like, those like nudes also like yep. sex videos and shit like that so that's yeah, also that fucked shit, up that shit is insane and like again like that guy was I don't think he was anyone famous he wasn't anything really but the fact that his is is was more blackmailing and like Allison Mack I don't know why the fuck she listened to him maybe he had shit on her too but. His wasn't just the fact that, like, people believed in him. Like, he had something against them, so they had to fucking listen. Other cults, like like Charles Manson, like the Manson family, where people just fucking listened to him because they thought he was the Messiah and everything. He was, like, the Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, insane. Fucking uh, Jonestown with Jim Jones, uh, where they, like, started off in America, and then they started getting bad press, so they moved to Guyana. And when he, he, like, killed some reporters who were there to, like... Uh, I think it was reporters or, like, military people um, to go, like, look into if he was mistreating people. Um, Which he, one? He, what? he was the one with the, the laced Kool-Aid. The, oh, that everyone killed themselves? Yeah. The nine, like, more than 900 people died. Which one was it where, like, um, it was in Texas, I think. That was Waco, Texas. That was Waco, the, Texas. the Branch Davidians. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, but that was insane, too. And I think that was that was less people listening to the guy because he they already were part of that like church group but I think it was more like him just convincing them that like it was safer in there than it was to to go out and into the world uh, and be with them because um, they have some shows about they have shows about uh, I mean, there's a little show called Waco yeah Waco and it's about that yeah. um, and that's just fucking insane the other one is the uh, uh, the Heaven's Gate one where that was the one where the guy was all like, oh, like, there's a comet that's going to come over, like, really close to Earth, right? And if we give ourselves up, like, our souls will transcend and the comet will take us to, like, another, like, it will, it will transcend us to another plane of being. Um, and, like, everybody, like, dressed up in, like, the same, like, like black, like, outfits, like, Nike running shoes or whatever, like, a bunch of crazy shit, and then, like, killed themselves. Dude, this cult scare the fuck out of me for the sheer fact that there is people out there who are so down and so, uh, like I guess I don't I don't know I don't want to just say lonely or like 
in need of something. They, they need a purpose. That they would easily fall into something like that. And that the people who are willing to do that shit are just fucking insane. Like, it blows my mind. Um, and have you seen... Um, it's an, I believe it's a Hulu documentary on WeWork. WeWork? Yeah. No. You haven't seen that one? This is actually another recent one. Um, so this dude named Adam Newman, uh, was an entrepreneur. Okay. And he created this, um, startup called WeWork, which essentially their whole business plan was, uh, let, for example, let's say the old library building. Yeah. Um, the, what the city of Aurora owns it. Uh, technically, but yes. Let's just say, yeah, yeah. The city of yeah. Aurora owns it, yes. right? And they pull a third, like, WeWork comes in and, and signs a 30-year lease. Okay. That Like, they have full rights of, yeah. of the building. Then they go and lease the rooms or the buildings or office spaces yeah. to other people. Other people. Like, you know, us, us as podcasters, yeah. we can go and rent a room for a day. Yeah. Rent the studio for like a week and record shit time there. Like, yeah. And that, that was their whole business model. Like, they go in and buy these old buildings, remodel yep. it, furnish it, um, put computer labs, all this shit, mm. and, you know, do it. Because so many people are now like freelancers. So, so many people are yeah, yeah. doing their own startup company, need a space, but they can't afford to buy bit, or yeah. rent. So, so they, they, that, that was a bit, it was a really good business model. Yeah. Um, almost like Airbnb for, for the working class, right? Yeah. And, this dude was so convincing that he got a lot of donors, like a like Saudi Arabia oil money type. Yeah, donors. oh like, shit, like billions of dollars. Oh fuck. Um, and they expanded really fast. Yeah, like, I believe it started in New York, and then they they went over like like thirty to fifty like major cities around the world. God damn. Like, um, and they they started hiring more and more people, and then in the first initial like hundred people had quote-unquote stake in the company mm. like like they'll like you get hired as like one of the like the top executives or whatever and be like yeah. you own two percent of we work and if you ever leave or want to cash out like this is your service pays a two percent right and obviously when they were going like it was a private company and uh newman wanted to and i'm obviously butchering the story because it, it's I, I saw the documentary not too long ago, but uh, he he was a CEO and he was slowly like letting go of people, yeah, like very quietly, like like all over the all over the world, like yeah, people yeah. Were just getting cut off and not getting their service packages, which was promised like a one or point zero zero percent, like which on a billion dollar company stake of a one percent is still like you know a good chunk of money. It's like five yeah. five thousand dollars, five thousand dollars for an an un unemployed person it's it's, it's good money yeah, yeah, right yeah um regardless like people were not getting their their service paid yeah and and he was still getting more and more money like more and more money and he was buying lavish shit like he was doing buying a sixty sixty million dollar uh airplane yeah uh he did uh these like um concerts for their company or like as a, an employee you, you were forced to go to these like summer camps. Now they were like festival type summer camps. Yeah, yeah. So like he was throwing out these concerts and these like and people were happy, right? And like but people were still getting laid off. Like at a fast fast yeah. pace. Like almost seven percent of their company was being laid off within a year and people didn't know about it. Yeah. Until he hired an assistant and the assistant went through like you know, you know, the assistant was there to like 
organizes shit and makes sure everything. And he, she actually went through his email and through an email chain how he was gloating. Like, he was like, he was supposed to lay off seven people, right? Like, yeah. 7% of people. But he was, he like, he was like, like, like going almost 12%. Yeah. In order to take the rest of their money? No. Or? It was like, in order to make it seem like they were doing go- like really good yeah. at a low amount of staff okay. to go public. Okay. Because once you go public, he was unlocking another another level of donation that like yeah, yeah, yeah. make him a multi billionaire yeah. in a such rapid pace. Like he was he was getting there. Like he was like he was getting there. He was like the company was worth like it was estimated the company was worth almost like five hundred million dollars his first like Damn. it was a lot of money. Like, yeah. And it was overinflated because for a company that like their whole their whole business plan was to lease buildings. Yeah. And release these buildings to small, like you know, yeah, companies. Yeah. Like you know, this is not a company, but like if we if we made it an LLC, we'll be a company, right? Yeah. Um. So he got like it's like so that got leaked, and then um, the the major donors were like, "You got to go." So, but his contract was like so big that his like payoff was like multi-million dollar like, god damn like like he left off a rich man yeah yeah yeah. and the crazy thing about it before this whole like like implosion of the company was that like in his mind he thought he was a, the he was a messiah like he yeah like like and one of the podcasts i was listening to Every entrepreneur that has like the quote unquote opportunity entrepreneur mindset, yeah. the hustler mindset, as some part of their mind, they're also psychopaths. Oh yeah, because like they will do anything to reach success. And part of his success was building this empire, and the bottom people like yep. Dying. And that's why I could I could never do that shit. Like right, I could, like, I... like like as 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 much as he was growing the foundation, yeah. like he would just kick out the old old foundation and just keep yep. building, right? Um, but the crazy part was that, like, in his mind, he was he was, he was ready to change the world. Like, yeah, he he thought he was a, he was the answer to the world problems. Like, um, and part of it was his wife. Like, his wife was very like spiritual. Like, um, he so I skipped this, but he was a he was an Israeli um, immigrant, and okay. his wife was like something also. I forgot what it, what she was. Yeah, but they obviously met very young, and um, she was like kind of like a hippie. Yeah. So one thing they they within WeWork they started doing we we learn mm-hmm. and we live. So like the we learn was like uh, an alternative learning education for kids within that the sounds we, familiar within yeah. the WeWork community, bro. But it was like private school, but like at a different level. It was like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year for like kindergarten. God damn. Right, and then the we live it was like. They rent out this house, like let's say they buy this house or they lease this house, and like twenty motherfuckers will live here. Yeah, at a time, like it was just like, I don't know, it was fucked up. Yeah, I'm looking him up right now. He looks like a fucking psychopath. No, but like, look, he also looks, he's a handsome guy. That right? fucking, he's fucking scary. Right but he's there. a handsome. He was tall. He's tall. He's he's slim. Like people legit will tell him like you look like Jesus Christ, and it'll get in his head. Yeah, that he was a messiah. Like he was like the the walking figure, bro. That shit and, is, and that's, I that's I guess that's that's just I and it can you you can say oh it's an issue that I have and I don't have the mus- like hustler mindset but I would never be able to screw someone over to to further myself. And then um so he got kicked out as CEO like mm. in 2019, 
and the major and other investors are still trying to keep this thing alive. Like there's still WeWork offices all over the world. Damn, bro. And little do they know that in 2020, we didn't need any office spaces. No, because guess that, what? We working on fucking line. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that. That's they're still trying to go public right yeah. now because people are going back to work. Yeah. And people hate working from home now. People hate working from home. No, people love working. No, from no, no. Home. I know that. People love working from home, but people can't stand working at home. Yeah. So rather than going to their office. They're going to go rent a room yeah. somewhere else. I don't know. Dude, working from home like, changed. Like, that I think now now that we, and I was reading something about it, uh, that now that we've gone through COVID and we, um, I mean, we're still going through it, but like that, it, it, that people realize it is cap- like possible, like it's capable to, uh, there's a capability to work from home and still be efficient. Because yeah. that, was, that was the thing that people, that, that places always would, Always said, oh, well, we need you to come in because we need to make sure that you're actually doing work. Mm-hmm. When people realize, like, oh, shit, you're working from work and you're even more effective, right? You're doing more work and you're doing better work. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. And I think it's opened up the uh, conversation again about a 4-3 work week, like a four-day, three-day weekend. Like, that shit would be fucking lit. I would rather work four 10-hour days and a three-day weekend than fucking five and a two-day weekend or... A Two days off is just not enough. Hmm? It's not enough. You don't think it's enough? No, I know what I'm saying. Like, oh yeah, yeah, no. Two, two days, two days are not enough. No. Um, but yeah, dude, like the we, whole WeWork shit, like also fuck, like WeWork to me was like Firefest. Dude, Firefest was at hilarious. a whole different level. Hilarious. Firefest, I I felt like like uh, what was it, Danny McFarlane? Yeah. Um, he also had like that. Oh, yeah. he he was a quote unquote entrepreneur. Yeah. Um. But he also, I felt like he had like a cult mindset. Like he wanted to go to a private island, have this yeah, huge that concert. That was ridiculous. And like he, he wanted to do like fire, they fireman. Had, they had a uh, what's his name? Uh, his name on it. Um, ja Rule's name. Ja Rule. Ja, yeah. ja Rule was a was a was an investor, yeah. and he was in it. He like and like and then after it blew up, he was like, I wasn't part of it. I was scammed I still too. Love, I still love that shit with Ja Rule, with uh, his beef with Fifty Cent, where Fifty bought all the seats out from uh, like. In front of him, <laughs> he brought the first like, like five rows. Like, Y'all ready? He's like, I guess not. <laughs> no, 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 that's a different one. He went like, and this I was, that was the one. No, that that video is from a uh, Milwaukee Bucks game, and he oh, was a okay. halftime show. But it was like '90s night, yeah. And Jaru was more of a 2000s, yeah. And he's like, "Y'all, remember, y'all ready for this one?" And it was just silent. I guess not. <laughs> and I guess not. And it yeah. <laughs> fucked up. That show was funny as hell. Uh, but yeah, cults are fucked up. Dude, cults are fucking scary, dude. That's just, I love scary shit. I love scary movies. I like it. I think I could deal with a lot of that shit. But not like, like the the amount of brainwashing that it takes to like even help people like out of out of a cult to like to like rewire their brain to say like, hey, like you're you're safe. You're not in that anymore because that's how deep it digs in their head. It's fucking no, scary. Bro, like, Scientology is another like Scientology is fucking nuts. I don't want. Like, hey, I ain't talking about it because they're gonna kill us. I got like on science. <laughs> on science, like like they're on a whole different like. Yeah. They're not like they evolved from a cult mm-hmm. in a way. Like they're they're a, a a religion according to the government, right? And like, but like Sorry, they're I'm so, used to the restroom. They're so like knit like knit tight that like like 
people that like get like leave the the Scientology religion like end up like like not I won't say disappearing, but they be, basically become like no ones, and like they they're for them it's hard to get a job because like that religion so deep within like they're like they're like m- people on like higher higher end of like executive boards and like uh you know hiring managers and shit like that but um i'm trying to see caesar went to the bathroom so i just, I just got a freestyle for a bit we've been how long we've been recording 43 minutes i guess when caesar comes in we can talk about shakari Shikar- richardson Ooh, the Lakers and the Thunder are trying to finalize a deal, sending Kemba Walker to L.A. in return for the deal surrounding their first-round pick season. And Kyle Kuzma. Nah. (laughs) I guess Kyle Kuzma's leaving the Lakers. Do-do-do-do-do. I'm just looking through. Uh, oh, Jeff Bezos officially stepping down as Amazon CEO. Uh, Jeff Bezos officially resigned Amazon CEO on Monday, allowing his successor Andy Jassy to take the reins of the multi-million-dollar company. Bezos plans to shift his focus to his new space venture, Blue Origin. Hmm. What else can we talk about? Damn, people people getting injured in the White Sox. The Cubs suck. I'm so excited for football, especially with Justin Fields. Hopefully, he's QB1 starting, but knowing the Bears with Matt Nagy, it's not going to happen. Nah, Caesar's taking forever. Probably taking shit. Uh, what else? What else? It's been hot as hell the last couple of days, though. I'll tell you that. For for a, a bigger guy like me and Caesar, we've been sweating balls. I know the bigger guys are sweating even bigger balls. Um. Oh shit! Uh, while Caesar's gone, uh, Fast Nine memes are going crazy. These like Vin Diesel memes, where like <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's like it's like family memes. He's like Ohada means family, and it's like a fucking picture of Vin Diesel's face stitched on stitch. And there's like other ones where like it's like Jurassic Park where like like people were like, don't go after the T Rex is suicide, They're, the T Rex is too strong. And then Vin Diesel looks back and is like, nothing stronger than family, dude. Those fucking memes are killing me. Like I feel like I love there had there has to be a good documentary out there about like meme culture and the evolution of memes and like how we communicate. And I feel like I I've talked about this multiple times. On the podcast where uh, memes are like, it's obviously like we're the generation who grew up with the internet. Um, Obviously, the the generation after us, Gen Z, and the generation after that, they're they're like their DNA is the internet. So, but we grew up with the evolution of 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 the internet. So we like the meme evolution goes with us in a way. I was just talking about like the the. Fast Nine memes. Oh, you're trying to tell me the Vin Diesel shit. The fucking memes. So I was just talking about like how like how meme culture like like 
evolved with us like we're, we're like the generation that like grew up with the internet yeah and like i can i can remember like from 2011 like how like um memes were very like cut and paste type like yeah like they're almost like comic book ish type mm-hmm. memes and now like meme is more of a pop culture reference yeah and, and, and every cert- like and every every week every day there's like a whole different reference yeah because memes used to be i definitely were more like comic book things where like somebody would draw something uh and like that that would be posted everywhere and like, like rage like, comics a, a, yeah. yeah and like now it's like you can be it's now a verb where like you can be memed if you do something funny enough or cringy enough or whatever like you will be memed like, you're you, not that guy you're, yeah. you're you're definitely not that guy yeah exactly or the fucking vendies right now with the family shit god damn that's just Bro, every every i i turn on i i i go in my facebook app Swipe up just once, and Nico's already already like Nico's for sharing on that. that shit, dog. Nico's on them, dude. But uh, you got anything else? That was oh, I, oh, I was I was talking to the audience while you were gone. I, okay. I was really talking to myself, but okay. Sorry, um, I had to use the the restroom expeditiously. I saw you were you took a while. Are you okay? I'm good. This is uh, I I got I got out of work, came had to pick up my mom's food, came straight here, and I was like, cool, cool, cool. Whoa, look, I got whoa. Go. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Shakari Richardson not being in the Olympics? She was officially not in the Olympics. Yeah, anymore. that's just fucking. That's bogus. Smoking weed. Yeah, I understand that she has the contract, but it's like marijuana is not a fucking like performance enhancing drug. Like, I, I understand people being like, I understand like where people are like, listen, like you can be happy for her, but if you haven't been following her career and it, like re- realize how this is a big deal. Like you don't have the right to then be like. Well, do you know oh, why she, she smoked weed? Yeah, because a fucking reporter told her that her mom died. So she no, her mom died for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And she smoked weed to cope with the like instant depression. But it was because a reporter yeah. told her that her mom died. Yeah. Right. Like it's one thing to find out like someone in your family passed away, let alone your mom. But to hear that, and she said like like to hear a complete stranger tell me that, like shocked me. Like, who is that reporter to... Like, it's the same shit with, like, Kobe and everything, right? Like, these reporters are fucking ruthless, right? The fucking cop, whoever gave that info to the reporters that Kobe passed away, um, his wife had to find out... Through TMZ? Through TMZ. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, there's... I, I truly like again like it's the reporting is one of those things as well that like it can be super fucking scummy and like you will shit on people to be the best and like it's fucked up and I think recently there was a, a conversation going on that uh, I forgot her name but one of the reporters from um, ESPN mm-hmm. Rachel Nichols or something, yeah I just like saw that, that she got replaced uh, she got replaced but she, there was an like audio and like uh, that leaked of her like complaining slash like making fun of her like other co-work like female co-workers yeah. of color um, that are getting promoted too fast or they'll never get promoted yeah. and, like she she's struggling as a white woman um, and no one understands her but like it's like no one's like you're you're still white yeah you still have a privilege yeah like, the the fact that you're 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 complaining so privilege around itself and yeah and the crazy thing is she hasn't been there's no real pun. Uh, the, the first side of punishment was she got replaced in the NBA finals, which is happening yeah. uh, right now, I think, or it's about to start. Yeah. All that shit with like, 
Did you see that video about the fucking guy uh, who was like being racist to that like guy in the apartment complex? He was like, "Fuck it, like come come to my place, or whatever." I, I mean, shared that. I bro, shared that yesterday. In fucking insane. Like that guy. I hope he fucking gets fired from wherever he's at. I do. I the patience that man had for him, astounding. The fact that the cop right away didn't fucking just like get him the hell out of there pissed me off mm-hmm. because instead of being like, hey, 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 he was like, hey, man, chill out with that. Get out of here. Like, nah, dude. Like, if anybody was talking that way, like, and being an aggressor, like, you should have fucking put them in cuffs or whatever. Like, you should have got them out of there. Like, that shit, the fucking, the man who, who had the patience to deal with him and the cop, to, to the cops got there, dude, I could have been a bystander hearing that. I would have hit him. I would have fucking hit him. There was another one. Did you see um, the video of, like, it was, like, a random supermarket, and people were just standing there doing Oh, the singing the fucking Pledge of Allegiance? Or or the, the, no, the, 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 the yeah. National Anthem? Scary as hell. That's some perch shit. Scary as hell, that's yeah. That's some perch shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just That's another thing that scares me. Like, like it's kind of, it's kind of, like, childish, but, like, a purge situation where, like, racist people, like take advantage of it and like take advantage of like minorities that that scares me as well yeah like a small revolt yeah but like organized that fucking scares me the fuck I mean, look at fucking January 6th look what yeah. happened there look with all that shit like and barely any of them have like that shit could have been stopped before it even started but nope that shit went on for a long time there, people lost their lives and the fact that it's like there's like a movement complaining about that lady that got shot for storming the capital you deserved it like you dead ass, bro. Like people get shot. People of color get shot for a lot less. Fucker. People get shot for fucking walking with a hoodie, just having a fucking concealed carry in their like car. Fucking, they get killed for uh, allegedly like giving counterfeit money or selling rolled cigarettes or whatever. Like all that shit. Like, and the lady gets shot for breaking into the fucking capital, and all of a sudden, oh, it's an issue. I don't know. White people are crazy. White people crazy. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, before we... I don't know if you were going to cut it off. I don't know what time it is. Uh, did you watch that Fear Street movie on Netflix? I saw the trailer. It looks good. It's pretty good, dude. Yeah? It's, it's based on uh, R.L. Stein's like, Fear Street novels, which... There's, like, there's, more scarier. There's Goosebumps, which yeah. is like elementary, and then like Fear Street, which is like their teen novels, and like those actually deal with like people getting killed and all that stuff. But this movie was rated R. Pretty fucking good. I'm fucking excited for part two and three Out coming of, out. Uh, Five five Caesar heads. I give it. I give it a four. Four Caesar heads. Four Caesar heads. Like definitely, I'd rewatch. Okay. Yeah. It, it, a lot Fear of Street. It, Fear Street. Fear Street. Nineteen ninety four. Right? Yeah. Okay. It was like, it wasn't like the super scariest. Like, oh my god, I'm fucking frightened as hell. But the story was good. Uh, the fact that it was R rated, so like there was cussing and like it was like there was a bit of gore in there. Was, it was there cool. a titty? I don't think there was any titties. Okay. You're like, bro, knock it down a head. You're right, bro. Three, three Caesars. <laughs> three Caesar heads. Uh, but no, it was pretty, it was pretty dope. Uh, my girl enjoyed it and I enjoyed it. So that's good. Yeah. Um, with that, I think it was a good time to cut it off. Thank oh, you guys yeah. for listening. Thank you for having me back home. Uh, you're good. We'll see Can't what leave. happens. See what happens next week. Oh, next week. I don't know. We hey, bro, let's just record at the bachelor party, dog. That's what everyone's saying. Like, what the fuck are we going to record? I don't know, dog. Hey, every, it's just everybody go on there with their fucking funniest joke. If it's not funny, bro, they all get necked by 30 people. There's 30 people, right? <laughs> no, there's like 15. Four, 14 now? 14. They get fucking necked. <laughs> or their most embarrassing story uh, on, on the, on on the oh, podcast. I mean, That'd be funny as hell. Um, but with that, go follow the podcast at TQLPOD. That's TQLPOD 
on all social medias. Go use TQO Pod. We can go booking at Big Boss Oaxaca. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.